Hello and welcome to Magnum Hi. She Wrote. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Erin and with me is Dorcas, known as Cameron. Hello. You want to get started? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That's how you start so, an episode. This episode of Magnum PI is called Skin Deep. Yep. And boy, was it an episode. <laughs> it sure was. There's a lot of episode in this episode. It was episodic. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Yeah, I wanted to start out asking you, you know, if you were going to kill yourself, how would you kill yourself? And I was like, well, that's going to get dark and more that's fast. Dark. And I was like, but there's so much else we have to unpack about this this episode, but it does end in a death, unfortunately. That poor guy at the end. Yeah, it ends in a volleyball match. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's in memoriam to the camera oh, my director. God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The yeah, camera there's technician. A real, there's a real yeah. death in this. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, anyway, and then of course, yeah, it just ends with a weird volleyball scene. We we'll get to with it. With no even we'll no girls. We'll get, we'll get there were no girls in bikinis playing volleyball. There were voices off camera. Missed opportunity much? <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let's start from the beginning. <laughs> no, let's do this episode. We'll start from the end and we'll go to the beginning. That sounds like fun. You know what? It might be easier to do that way. It might make more sense. So they're having non-flashbacks. <laughs> Lots of non-flashbacks. Which they, I'm excited about because at one point, and it might have been during another episode that right. we recorded, mm-hmm. where I was like, hey, what happened to all the non-flashbacks? Yeah, well... And then there was a, a throwaway line in this episode where he said, I haven't had a flashback in months. And I was like, yeah. I know. Yeah, we've noticed. We've I've noticed, noticed Donald P. Belisario. The writer of this The writer episode, of this episode and of many other Magnum episodes. Most of them, I think, at this point. I think all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but the weird thing about the... And I just want to, like, as, like, a caveat to everyone, there are a lot of interspersed non-flashbacks that yes. last literally, like, a blink of an eye. Like, yeah. it's just, like, an abrupt um, <laughs> the Brad Pitt's penis and, like, <laughs> that look. Um, <laughs> well, that came out of nowhere. In, in Fight Club, you know how like they like just would like put like a frame of like a penis in that movie. Oh, oh my god! Thank God I did not watch that movie close enough. <laughs> well, anyway, it's like that. There, it's like a like. Your be... women picks go. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's, it's essentially what it is in a movie form, just like. No, thank you. Where were you going with that? My. My point is, we got to see Brad Pitt's penis. No, my my point was that the episode has like very mm-hmm. sporadic, mm-hmm. very like jump scare non flashbacks. <laughs> okay. And like I'm just they saying, do come out of nowhere. I'm just saying, like as we discuss the episode. But you know what? That's not... what a, a real flashback of someone who actually suffers PTSD would have. Yeah. They come out of nowhere. But my point is, this so is I what... kind of enjoyed that. And that's how it goes back to Brad Pitt's penis. Yeah, I don't enjoy those. <laughs> no, no, no. That, the, at me. The way, the way it goes back to that, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who got us onto this train of thinking. This no, is your I'm fault. to get out of it. Well, you Not keep dragging fault. me back in. Keep pulling me back in. <laughs> no, the reason why I say that is because there's so many of them, yeah. we might not hit every time there is one. So right. anytime we kind of say, uh, which is a lot because I edit these episodes. Consider that a non-flashback. <laughs> Consider that a non-flashback that we're just not talking about. Sure. Okay? That's it. Okay. Let's get to it. Episode Skin Deep IMDb describes it as... Wait, we're just now getting to the introduction? Yes. Dear God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> IMDb describes it as Magnum investigates the suicide of a beautiful actress who killed herself with a shotgun. An emphasis on beautiful. That's all they ever talk about. In fact, the, the episode title Skin Deep. You know, it's probably like beauty is only skin deep or whatever. But no, she was beautiful inside and out. Actually, if you want to know. Oh, God. Beauty is only skin deep is an expression that goes back to 1613. Mm-hmm. And it was originally all the kernel beauty of my wife. Ew. But skin deep, I know. This was what Wait, I found. Wait, so what other type of kernel beauty isn't? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's gross. I don't, I don't even want to know what that means. Anyway, that that's, that was on IMDb trivia. I didn't like... You didn't pull that one out of a Brad Pitt's penis? <laughs> You're right up the urethra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other trivia, which we'd, I'm sure we would get to anyway, uh-huh. that I thought was interesting. There's a bunch, actually, of this. But okay. this is what I thought was interesting. Is that McGarrett of Hawaii Five-0, your yeah. favorite show. Yeah. Oh, I'm well ever, aware of is, McGarrett. His is, is name is name dropped in this. Yeah, isn't and he? that IMDb trivia says that demonstrates that Magnum and Hawaii Five-0 exist in the same universe. It's Son like, of a bitch. <laughs> You know, I have to bleep all these. <laughs> anyway. You're the one who started cussing. It's contagious. Cursing is contagious. It is. And we should get a, like, a, we should get, like, a swear jar. Well, here. let's let's dig ourselves out of this rut. Okay. So, okay. Uh, big name guest star this time. Ian uh, McShane. Ian McShane. You might, so cool. You may remember him as. From such films as. From such films as. <laughs> Hercules with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Agent he was Cody excellent Banks. in that. Agent Cody Banks and another great role. Hot Rod with Andy Samberg. You know he's awesome. We actually had an Ian McShane day last year, in which we just watched movies starring Ian McShane. McShane yeah, that was great. It was great. It was hey, great. Was it- it wasn't on purpose. We it started as an accident, and then we were like, we had watched like three movies. And yeah, we're like, he's in all. And of these then he movies. was in all three of them, and we were like, and I was just like, well, let's just have another Ian McShane day, and so we just watched movies with Ian, with Ian McShane. We just tried yeah. to find more movies with Ian. It McShane. was great, and he has tons in his like repertoire, repertoire. <laughs> in his <laughs> portfolio, no, or what? It, what did he call that? Filmography. Filmography. Yeah. I said that lot. more. I said that more like <laughs> derisively at you, but I couldn't think of the word, and I was pissed at myself. But I couldn't it's okay. Think of the word. I didn't take it condescendingly. Oh. If I did, your bowels would be outside of your body. <laughs> my entrails would, would be, be my, my trails. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, and we should get into it. It's a bad theme song again. Terrible. It's still the same bad But theme. this time, we were singing we along were singing to it. We like, like, I actually started getting into it. <laughs> this is what happens when you watch terrible things over and over and over uh, again. Over you again. start getting into them. Exactly. I wonder if it would be the same if we listened to a stained album. <laughs> or let's biscuit. hope not. Or Limp Biscuit. Oh God, no. Let's let's hope it's not contagious. Fingers crossed. We never like Nickelback. So <laughs> hey, Scouts Honor. I never liked Nickelback. <laughs> Sorry, Nickelback. I know you guys are very loyal fans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the movie starts off with a very old uh, VCR, very old TV, and this woman. You mean new for the time? Yeah, I bet you that cost like a thousand dollars. I bet that was high tech. Yeah, I bet it was 
big deal. Yeah, but to us, it looked ridiculous. It looked ridiculous. I love the wood paneling on it, too. You know, they need to bring wood paneling back into tech. <laughs> well, they just need to bring back the, style The next into, iPod or yeah. iPhone should have the wood, wood paneling, paneling back I bet in. You could, I bet you could get a, um, yeah, a thing for it. Yeah, I bet you could. But, I mean, like, just in general... This is stuff the podcast promotes. Let's talk about so, design. Design aesthetics. Now, <laughs> yes, function is important. Uh-huh. But back in the day, like the especially like the fifties and sixties, I feel they like, tried all sorts they of tried, new designs. They tried to be yeah. different. Let's mm-hmm. all be different again. Let's like like their idea of what the future would look like. It was always like spheres everywhere and yes. circles and weird hoops, and mylar clothes, mylar and... clothes. It was awesome. Yeah, tons and, of fun. And what do we get? Like a Civic I'm still wearing clothes like, from the nineties. Civic looks like a Camry. Yeah. It's all oatmeal. It's all oatmeal. It's all big mush. It's all a big mush. Get it together. Get it together, Yeah, world. start designing cars that actually look unique instead of looking exactly the same. So this woman who's taping herself, mm-hmm. her name, <laughs> we find out, is Aaron. Oh, right. We're watching this episode. We're talking we can about talk about whatever. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her name's Erin Wolf. Mm-hmm. Great she- name. Wow, you like that name, huh? I love that name. If I was to change my name to anything, it would be Aaron Wolf. Yes. Just because I'm keeping my name Aaron. Because yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. And Wolf because it's my favorite animal. Right. So Aaron Wolf. It's like, So you would never change your name? Like, I mean, like, not your surname, but like your, your, no. your main name? No. The only name I ever, like, change if I have a handle is Arona. And that's because one of the Italian women that I grew up with called me Arona all the time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. When all those... That huge Italian population <laughs> in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> Go figure. I was exposed to a lot of people. I had a Puerto Rican friend named Yuri Bell. She was amazing. That's a cool name. I like that name. Yeah, I loved her. She taught me Spanish, and I was excellent at it. Mm-hmm. For, like, kindergarten through fifth grade, it was a requirement in North Carolina to have Spanish uh-huh. for those years. And, yeah, I aced that thing. I can't speak a word of it now. Uh-huh. But she really helped me, and I got awards for it and everything. Okay. She was great. Just saying, my small town of in the Appalachian Mountains in both North Carolina and Virginia, because I it was, lived in both it was, places. It was very worldly. It was like a little microcosm. Yeah, it really was. Um, uh, me, myself, I always wanted my name to be Rick. Really? I always, I always thought Rick was a really okay, cool Okay, then name. answer me this, Rick. Riddle me this, Rick. Well, yeah, I'm confused. So Orville's name is Orville, right? right? That's lame. But they call him Rick? Because it's cool. Yeah, but that's short for Richard. Yes. Where do they get Rick from Orville? Wouldn't you just call him Orv? I think I think they, I think as the the plot the overall plot of Mag, of all the mysteries of Magnum and PI unfold, we'll fi- find out more about why okay. Rick is not Orv. Well, Orville because obviously he's not a right brother. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like I think too bad. I I think either we're gonna find out why he called him. Oh, Orv. speaking of no cool Rick shirts. No cool Rick shirts. Again, no. very disappointing. No. That's literally all Rick has going for That's him. That's all he has going for him. And if he doesn't have cool sh- you know what? Yeah. Magnum had a great Hawaiian shirt today. I, I was going to comment it. on that. I was like, I like those purple leaves. Yeah, it was, it was, it was black with mm-hmm. like purple leaves. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back. Peak, peak Rick <laughs> was Rick O'Connell from The Mummy, Brandon, yes. Brandon Fraser. Yes. That was peak Rick. Yes. After that, I have not seen a cool Rick since then. And now, mm-hmm. and now I think of it and I'm like, yeah, I guess Rick isn't that cool of a name. But when I was a kid, like when I was like seven, eight, nine, you wanted your name to be Rick. I was like literally going to my parents, being like, "Can we change my name to Rick?" Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought, Interesting. I thought it was just the coolest name. Like anyone with the name Rick was cool. Anyway. Really? So this woman, 
<laughs> I just find that really interesting. Far more interesting than this episode of Magnum P.I. We learn more about each other every time we do one of these. You know these. we do. We do. I don't think we've ever talked about anything like this before. It wasn't like a second date kind of thing? No. Like, like, I always wanted to be called Rick. All right, then. Since we're asking personal questions, if you're going to kill yourself, how would you do it? Uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, I'm i sorry. I, I just, Because morbid. it's a big part of this episode. Right. Is they're saying, oh, women wouldn't blow off their faces with shotguns. Right. Which is what they say that this actress well, does. Well, and, and especially beautiful women. And especially beautiful women. Ugly women blow their heads off all the time with well, shotguns, well, well, apparently. Let's get into the plot and we'll get to it. All we right. can discuss it when we get to On it. On to the sexism! <laughs> yeah, because there's sexism as it relates to suicide in this. Okay, okay. And, and it, I think it's worth discussing when we get to it. Yeah, all right. So let's anyway, speed through this stupid plot. <laughs> so she's sitting at this, she's got a camera on her, she's mm-hmm. filming herself. She's apparently rehearsing some sort of scene, but we don't really know that at first. No. But she's got a shotgun about five feet away from her. Mm-hmm. And it's tied up with a string so that if with... she pulls the string, she pulls the trigger of the gun, which will kill her. Yeah, and it's like masking taped to the chair. And I was like, oh, if she pulls that string, the chair's just going to fall I forward. Think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a sloppy way to do this. Oh, I, I think would... so, too. Okay, to answer your question, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, you want to make sure it happens. Mm-hmm. What if, like, the tape lets go and it like shoots you in the shoulder and then you're just in a lot of pain yeah or in, true. or in the gut or something you know so hmm. i just i don't know i don't like these conversations <laughs> <laughs> anyway someone gets her a call she gets up from the thing and she answers the phone and it's some dude named david and he's mm-hmm. uh someone she was dating at one point she's broken it off with mm-hmm. him he's accusing her of having a lover yeah and while she was going on about it, i was like oh i hope david's not ian mcshane <laughs> yeah and it was ian McShane. and it was ian mcshane <laughs> But he's like a very jealous former boyfriend of hers. Who believes that she's nothing more than a body that he owns. And mm-hmm. that's basically it. And that's it. She can't act worth a clam. No. Right. And but her clams are great. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Are they boobs? <laughs> are they legs? I don't know. They're always talking about her like she's a piece of meat. So. Right. Yeah. So I thought I could too. Yeah. But yeah. I have no idea how to be sexist. <laughs> well. Keep working at it. I'll work at it. Work I'm going to work your, on it. That's your homework okay. for next week. I'm going to start seeing women as pieces of meat. <laughs> you can think of men as pieces of meat. Oh, I do. You're my boiled squad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is an ongoing thing, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. We've been doing this since murder, she wrote. After she hangs up with him, and she's dressed like in, like Red Gumby, by the way. I just want to point this out. <laughs> she's like got this like red track seat on. That's really interesting. It was a... Your style's 80s yeah. never cease to amaze me. Yeah. Um, but she is really pretty. She's very pretty. Yeah, I thought she and was really And the phone cool keeps looking. ringing, keeps ringing, keeps mm-hmm. ringing. And then eventually she just, like, rips the cable out of the wall. As you do. And then she goes to the table to mm-hmm. rehearse her scene again. She throws down her script. And it says the script is written by Donald Belisario. Yeah. Who is who, the writer of yeah. Magnum. Ugh. Of the Magnum giant Zero. eye roll, right? Yeah. And, and they keep talking about, like, the Liz Lemon eye roll. <laughs> oh, well, this is one of the things I wanted to bring up, though. So she's, like, acting. Mm-hmm. An actress is acting. And whenever, like, an actor acts... They go over the it's top. It's so funny to watch, like, because they're supposed to be good acting. Yeah. When they're acting. Yeah. But Bad acting to... when they're acting acting. Yeah, like, <laughs> so it's got to be, like... So, you know, it's just so funny to me because they're just, like, normal. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now I'm going to act. Yeah, it was funny because she goes, ugh, take two. And I was like, wait, the first take was way better. <laughs> <laughs> way better. 
<laughs> so it so happens the scene that she's rehearsing is the su- is a suicide scene mm-hmm. where they talk about, and she literally says at this point, like the, the scene is weird. Yeah. Because basically the scene is like commit suicide to own your ex. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the, the ex-boyfriend was like, uh, I guess she must have been like, I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, well, women can't shoot themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. And she's like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah, so she records herself shooting herself in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like crazy. And she, and she has a And she's whole... like, so take this, Billy, or whatever <laughs> her name was. And I was like, what? Yeah, she, it's like the lines are like. How is that like, revenge? Women don't shoot themselves right between their eyes. Well, it's... these are coming from my baby blues. <laughs> these are coming from my baby blues. And like, eight. Hey, Women take pills, they slit their wrist, they swim out to sea, which I think is a, okay. What? Another go. dumb way to kill yourself. Another bad way to kill yourself. Yes. I'm leaning towards, oh, I don't, I can't Well, think of... okay, see, I would have to have a massive spa day first. Okay. Because I'd have to make sure that my nails are clean. Okay. I'm fully shaven. Okay. My skin's glowy. It's so dark. I'm looking good. Yeah. You know, I've had my hair and makeup done. Yeah. Had my teeth cleaned. Okay. Yeah, so if I come in with all this, <laughs> something's up. <laughs> well, and, you know, and that's a good point. Because this show, this episode, mm-hmm. has a really bad take on depression. A really bad take on like, depression. Like, they're basically like, she was famous. No one famous would ever kill themselves. Ever. Oh, my God. They had, she had so much money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. Like, yeah, you, you have guys, no really, idea. You have no, this is really insensitive. Yeah, it really is. So anyway, she says the line, like, take mm-hmm. that. Billy. And, yes. and, she, and then the, you hear a gunshot, and yeah. then you know Magnum it, wakes up from his flashback. His very dream. first, it, and it's in black and white. And all the yeah. non-flashbacks are in black and white. And I've mm-hmm. heard recently. I just thought this was interesting, and I'm probably that you gonna, dream in black and white. No, well, some people do. Hmm, I don't dream in black. And white. I don't either. You know, it used to be more common to dream in black and white. Why? Because people used to only watch black and white televisions. Is what they're finding out, and like people, older people who mm-hmm. grew up with black and white television are more likely to dream in black and white now. And the majority of people who have grown up on color TV dream in color now. So, quick question. Yes, if you've never watched TV before, how are you dreaming? It's all censored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, and it, wait, there how was are a these reason. people figuring this out? So, hey, do you dream in black and white yeah. or color? Yeah, it's studies. Science, honey. Uh, what? No, okay. I'm having issues with this study. We just said, you and I just said, 100% of the people in this room dream in color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having difficulties. It's kind of like, okay, so if you have brown eyes or if you have blue eyes, are you seeing different shades of colors? Oh, or now, is it the okay. same color? Well, now we're talking like pot smoking. Well, no, no. Is, I'm just saying, I have these gorgeous brown eyes. How do eyes, I know the color green? And maybe my eyes see colors <laughs> in high def. And maybe what still, I call I don't green know. is what you see is blue. I don't know. <sighs> Slightly different shades of the same color. Wow, so this episode sucks, huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, let's motor through it. All right. Motor through. So he dreams in black and white, and the, <laughs> what wakes him up is a gunshot. He wa- wakes up, he goes outside, Huggins is out there shooting some Oh, ski. I forgot even about this thing, yeah. <laughs> We've gone way off topic. Oh, my God. We've only been watching this episode for two minutes, but we've been talking about it for 20 at this point. Yeah, okay, chug along. Okay. Let's, let's I'm yeah. Come on, man, get Usually to it. Usually you accuse me of taking us off track. Come on, master, get to it. I'm not comfortable with that. So he's like, all yeah, pe- he can cut it. 
<laughs> I was going to call you a dungeon master. And uh, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Good. <laughs> um, You're supposed to keep us on the straight and narrow. Straight and narrow. Okay, so Huggins, shoot and skeet, wakes up Magnum. Magnum comes out all pissed off like, hey, it's 6 a.m. What are you doing shooting? I yeah. just went to sleep like two hours And Huggins ago. is like, oh, it's actually 6 p.m. You've, You've been, been sleeping for 14 hours straight. Uh, and, and Magnum is extremely contrite about all this. Yeah, but he ends up being nice, though. He's like, I'm really sorry, man. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, he's really contrite. He's just, like, really, like, hey, I'm sorry. I made I'm a mistake. So, I'm sorry I made a mistake. I made, I made a mistake. I and didn't he, like, realize I slept that long. And he does, like, the whole Charlie Brown hangdog, like. Yeah. As he walks away. It's weird. And then Huggins drops this weird line, as in. Yeah, I should probably sick Apollo and what is the other dog's name? Zeus. Yeah, Apollo and Zeus on him. <laughs> I know, right? What? <laughs> and and Magnum's like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you did. And he's like, but they're obviously busy doing something else. And and Magnum has a little inner monologue where he's like, should I take this bait? Obviously, Huggins is like yeah. hinting at something. He's like, I'm not going to take the bait. He never takes the bait, and we never find we out. We never what find he... out what those two dogs are doing. I mean, it was like Chekhov skeet shooting. Like, yeah. they like did this whole thing at the beginning, like something's going on, and they never you know, go into I it. I thought about that for the rest of the episode. Yeah. I'm was... not even kidding. Well, I was like, well, what are those dogs doing? This episode really felt like they just ran out of time at the end. I mean, because it just abruptly ends, this episode. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it, and it skips to the scene at the end, like, ridiculously fast. Well, I know it was very jarring. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. This, we're all over the place. We are, because this episode is obnoxious. It was really... So I feel like we're still in the frame of obnoxious. We're, 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 sti- we're still <laughs> caught in the vortex of this episode. Yeah, I so I feel like all of our comments right now yeah. are in that zone. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a scatterbrained episode. That, yeah. So this episode's just going to be... <laughs> I'm just scatterbrained. It's going to be a bad episode, I guess. Yeah. We just call this a skeet shooting episode. <laughs> this is a skeeter. It's all over the place. So we find out. So he goes to see Rick at his bar. Mm-hmm. Rick, again, not wearing a cool shirt. Nope. And he's told that David Norman is waiting for him. David Norman is Ian McShane. Yeah. David is the one who was calling Aaron Wolf. Ian McShane. And, and accusing her of, like, mm-hmm. being a lover. Ian McShane. Oh, which, by the in way. In They were broken up. At the time. They were on a break. <laughs> they were on a break. Very no, seriously, she had dumped him, though. Yeah. So if she wanted to see someone else, she could have. Well, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I think that's, like, a main problem a lot of women have. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. you broke up with me. I'm an abusive person, but I will respect, <laughs> I will respect, I will respect your, your boundaries. <laughs> and hopefully one day, with time and space, we can become friends. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> but I just want to say, Ian McShane, in 1980, yeah. looks like a hobbit Rufus Sewell. Yes, he does! Yes, he does! <laughs> it's like if Frodo oh, man. and Elijah Wood yeah. and Rufus Sewell had a baby. It would be the 80s Ian McShane. That's... For sure. 100%. 100%. Like, at first when I saw him, I was like, it, like, I knew it was Ian McShane, but my brain said, Rufus Sewell! <laughs> and I was like, wait, that can't possibly be Rufus Sewell. <laughs> Rufus Sewell is a sexy man. I'm not going to disagree with you. Really is. I know. But he plays this guy named David Norman, and David mm-hmm. Norman, he, he's an actor, and he's kind of, he gave me, like, a Richard Burton-y type vibe. I wondered even if that's why it was Aaron Wolf, like out of like Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf kind of thing. He's like an alcoholic. So was Richard Burton that mean to Elizabeth Taylor? No, but they had a volatile 
relationship. I just, I don't know. It just, he gave me this kind of weird, like, British. He like, gave me this weird perv pedophilia vibe. He was like a drunk British actor, and apparently that's my only requirement for someone to be like Richard Burton. <laughs> <laughs> if you're drunk and British, you're basically Richard Burton in my head. <laughs> you know, they're talking about Aaron dying. Mm-hmm. Mags is like weirdly like, I never saw any of her films. Like, like, I'm sorry if you're lost. Okay. I couldn't be bothered to watch her movies, mm. pal. Ian McShane David, he's like, she couldn't act her way out of or into a bed. She couldn't act her oh. way out of bed, and then he says, or into it. And what I'm does not, that even mean? I don't know what that really means. I mean, she's, what? She's bad at seduction? Or, I don't know. But, wait, huh? I'm very confused by <laughs> I this. Don't I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> just move along and just let that move along, <laughs> sir. Let that germinate. <laughs> <laughs> and he admits he just liked her because she was pretty, and he says he created her. Yeah, there's finger quotes on beauty that. Beauty isn't naturally found like this Hawaiian sunset. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. May. No, no, no. It's like beauty isn't naturally found. So I found a natural beauty. <laughs> like, I am assuming the point was Belisario. I assume what you're trying to say is beauty is rare, but he basically says it can't be found naturally. Uh, and then I found this woman who is naturally beautiful. Well, you know, I'm going to argue Belisario on those points. Beauty can be found everywhere. It's near Belisario. Beauty, <laughs> it's everywhere. So oh. I, I have issues with men discussing what they consider Right. Right. Take that, Hobbit Rufus Sewell. (laughs) Oh, man. I did not like how he was reducing women, and especially this person that he says he created and made, into nothing but his meat sack. Yeah. That he just moves around from place to place and owns and, like, is allowed to tell what he can or cannot do or or whatever. I don't... I, I was not... You're not thrilled with that. And I love Ian McShane. And I did not like what he was saying. <laughs> All right. There you go. But, um, <laughs> it, but now he blames Magnum for her death, essentially. Because unbeknownst to us, mm. somewhere during the interim week, yeah. he had hired Magnum to like look for her lover. In quotes. In quotes, and Magnum said she doesn't have one. Even or though he, no, she he was he, like, he, he hey. He said he wasn't going to take the case. I'm not going to take this case. Yeah, even though Aaron had told Ian McShane multiple times yeah. that she was single and wasn't seeing anybody. Yeah. She just wanted to be left alone. And I respect your boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he wouldn't buy that this piece of meat wouldn't have a man clamoring all over her. Yeah, she's like... Ooh, and another clam usage. And she says that to to him on the phone. She's Mm -hmm. like, it's possible to break up with someone and not be with someone else. Like, you don't have to just jump into a new relationship. Just He's like, yo, but you're beautiful, so obviously you're going to be with another man instantly. I'm the worst person ever. I hate that dude. And he is. But basically, he's blaming Magnum. He's like, obviously her lover killed... Her. Mm-hmm. And if you had just followed him like I wanted you to, maybe she would still be alive. So now Magnum's feeling super guilty. Yeah, because Magnum likes saving lives. He does. It was well established in the pilot episode, yeah. he saves lives. Well, and he really doesn't like to have that kind of guilt on him no. for someone's death. Yeah. So. Well, who would? <laughs> yeah, so, I caused death. I don't care. So they go, <laughs> they go to the 24-hour morgue. 
where it's like open to the public. Yeah, because everybody's <laughs> coming and being like, yeah, she blew her brains out, didn't she? Check it out. Like, I guess Mags is there to just check it out. But like, mm-hmm. people are just walking in like they're going to identify the body. But they keep telling us she's gotten no. She has no face. Has no the face shotgun blast destroyed it. Yeah, so I don't know what they're doing. But they're looking at her feet, too. A lot of them keep staring at her feet. And I'm like, was she famous for her, her feet? feet? Like, maybe she's a foot model? Maybe. maybe. No, no, because she was in those jungle movies. That's true. She wasn't famous for her feet. No, she was no, famous no. for her, her boobs jungle. in waterfalls. Yes, yes. Woo. Mags asks the Emmy, the medical examiner, mm-hmm. uh, do you think it was a suicide? And Emmy, very responsibly, I think, is like, yeah. I can't make a determination on that at this yeah. point. I'm waiting on some more stuff. So I'm not mm-hmm. just, even though it and looks would, like it, I'm not going to say it. And then Magnum, of course, says, you know, the sexist thing of, well, a woman would never uh, use a shotgun to kill and, herself. And then the Emmy agrees. Like, he's like, you know what? You're right. I've never in my life mm-hmm. heard of that. That and then he goes, never, I can't even but, imagine it. But I do like what he adds with it, though. What is he, he said, but there have been many different other unique ways that people have killed themselves. Maybe this is just my first one in this case. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, yeah, there are firsts for everything. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying, I would never personally blow my face off with a shotgun. That seems terrifying. Yeah. As they're discussing this, a man named J.J. Stein wanders in. <laughs> the morgue. Who ends up being the future sheriff of Cabot Cove. Yeah, I we haven't, ding, even, ding, 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 I haven't ding. even seen far enough in the uh, murder she wrote mm-hmm. that he shows up. But you he's recognize in, him He's like in much right later away. seasons. Yeah, I recognized him right away. JJ, of I would. <laughs> his name's J.J. Stein. He's her agent. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who's really like, He's, like, most upset that it took him so long to get, like, a deal with her. He's yeah. like, that's where he's really, like, that's where his focus is. Yeah. And he's like... Well, I can imagine. You've spent so much time trying to get this deal. You finally got the deal, and great, now she's dead. Yeah, and he, and this is where he says, like... like it sucks. She had a mega bucks deal. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't kill herself, and that's where I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what yeah. we're, we're doing here. Okay. This is what we're doing here. And then he also blames the writer, which is a bit meta, because the writer of the episode is the writer of the yeah. scene that she was writing. He was like, it's just bad writing. It was just, it should have, it was sick. <gasps> it's sick. It was sick. And so he looks at her body and he faints, which is apparently called a thumper in the medical examiner community. <laughs> we got a thumper. We got a thumper here. <laughs> well, why don't they have a fainting couch? <laughs> so then they go out to lunch, because mm-hmm. that's what you do after you identify a body for a while. And the, he goes more into the deal of the decade and blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't blah. really see that as important. It has nothing to do with anything. So we can skip over that whole scene. Well, that's what my blah, blah, blah is implied. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I got that. All right. I'm just saying, we don't have to linger on non-important scenes. <laughs> well, what we, what we, this what is important, though, okay. in this scene. Oh, there's something important. Yes, is that we learned that David mm-hmm. exploited women. Really? Well, I know it's shocking. It's always the people you least what? suspect. What? But he didn't, ju- it wasn't just Aaron, though. He had a penchant for yeah. finding young women, mm-hmm. putting them apparently in X rated movies, which yeah. he apparently did not do for Aaron. No. Which is supposed to, I guess, show that he actually cared for her or something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make her um, a hooker. And JJ's like, I think David killed her. Mm-hmm. Mag says, I'd give it 50 50 that he probably did, to be quite honest with you, because he's real. Even in this episode, he's misogyny soup. So, <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure you might be right. And, and he's like, he's like, oh, so you think it was him? He's like, let's just say I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if it were him. 
Mm-hmm. So Mag says he's going to take page one of the investigator's handbook. And Which investigate is, the scene of the crime. He's actually going to And I was like, that's not even page one. That's common sense. <laughs> that's in the job title. <laughs> it's like... Oh, my he, God. He says it like, he's like, not going back to basics. It's like, no, that's your job. That's the whole that's, job, that's really. That's the whole In job, fact, man. That's it. That's what you do. Oh, God. That's not even 101. I don't even know what that is. Any that's, that's pre-investigative <laughs> technique. <laughs> that's, pre, that's premature <laughs> investigation. You have to investigate the scene <laughs> of the crime. Sometimes you have to apologize for premature investigation. <laughs> All the time you have to apologize for premature investigation. All the time. All the time. Uh, All the time. (laughs) You better be ready to investigate later. Back it up. (laughs) With more investigating. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a dork. (laughs) Anyway. And this is a a weird line. (laughs) Well, like what we haven't been saying is weird. That's nah, normal stuff. Okay. <laughs> he says that it's just like I, it's weird. He says Aaron Wolf was an itch, and I don't know how to scratch it. <laughs> I'm like, so what? so what he does is he goes and watches her entire back catalog, including all these like R-rated jungle movies. He's like, I had such a hard time watching her naked in waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's so funny because he's like talking about how bad her movies yeah. are, but they're everything that Magnum P.I. is. Oh, everything. He's like, oh, it's just pretty women taking showers and waterfalls. waterfalls. And I'm like, yeah. that is you. So yeah. I don't know if they were being meta and funny there. No. Or if they were, like, missing the irony. He was like, missing the irony. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, he has another non-flashback mm-hmm. here, and then we, we find out that he's actually pretty concerned about these flashbacks coming. Mm-hmm. So they're Because they're pretty pretty lucid, mm-hmm. he's afraid that he might actually lose it one right. day. Like, that's not funny. No. <laughs> that's not funny at PTSD all. PTSD is not funny. No. <laughs> but, so I'm why are you laughing? Gi- I the giggles now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about other things that aren't funny while you've got the giggles. <laughs> like suicide. Oh, my um, God. So, and, and then he says, reaffirms or reasserts to the audience, He's never seen one of her movies. He's not one of those guys <laughs> who imagines making love to her in the jungles. And I'm like, it sounds to me like you actually have maybe put some thought into this. He's like, <laughs> he's like maybe you have fantasized about I it. think he doth protest too much. Yeah. And it turns out she has an arsenal. <laughs> yeah, she does. Why is she collecting all these like guns? You do. And it's her. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> this is America. I guess anyone can own a gun. But, but clearly she's just a beautiful piece of meat. Why would she have guns? Yeah, why would she have guns? <laughs> I think we've well I mean, established her I'm character. Assume, I'm assuming in Hawaii, the lawless land of Hawaii, yeah. you might actually need some guns to like protect yourself. Because of five of the roving bands of art thieves. Since McGarrett and Five O is in the same universe as yeah, Magnum. Shared universe. Uh, then, is in then, it too. Clearly, then clearly the Five O has gone fully corrupt the, and the, they are only the Five O. Uh, they've gone fully corrupt, and they're, they only investigate art thieveries. <laughs> so you got to protect yourself. you got to have an arsenal. Yeah. So he takes out, like... So you have to protect yourself. I want to say it's like a Luger or... Uh, By the way, I know it's art thefts. I just like saying thieveries. Thieveries is better. <laughs> thieveries is better. We're going to personally evolve the English language <laughs> to suit our needs. Exactly. Shakespeare did it. We're geniuses. Just like him. Just like him. <laughs> he we wrote... even speak in iambic pentameter. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys check the tapes. It's all every podcast has been in time this entire time. It's amazing. Genius. That's Genius. us. So <laughs> what he notices about these guns is that they are cleaned and well oiled. Yes. He and makes it a point. And he's just throwing his fingerprints all over these all guns. All over. Oh, especially like, especially the one revolver that has recently been used. Yeah, there's like There's one, even gunpowder residue on it. He's like, this one's been fired. Let me like, touch it. He's you like know I should probably it. lick it. <laughs> like <laughs> shoves it down his pants a couple times. <laughs> scratch that Aaron Wolfitch. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Still want that name? No. <laughs> Not anymore. So, and he, but what he notices about this one particular pistol is that it's been fired recently mm-hmm. and has not been cleaned. Yeah. All the other guns have been cleaned and well-maintained. Yeah, so he so, gets his DNA and fingerprints all over it. So he puts his DNA all over it mm-hmm. and puts it back. <laughs> and he says it must be connected to this somehow. Somehow. Who knows why or I how. Know. I, I mean, don't know. Sounds pretty circumstantial to me, but whatever. <laughs> but guess what? It's not. He finds lots of tapes. He starts, he plays, he says he's only gonna watch it for like like a minute. Mm-hmm. And then it's like her like running in a bikini, like in like a beach scene. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And he like gets yogurt and starts yeah, eating yogurt. Yeah, and starts eating okay. yogurt. Now imagine, if you will, <laughs> a young, swarthy Tom Selleck <gasps> sitting on a couch watching a woman jog in slow motion eating like vanilla yogurt. It's pretty gross. It's, it's disturbing. It's, X-rated. It really is. I don't want to know what he does in his spare lonely time. (laughs) He's like dairy binging the whole time. I feel like like... I had to knock on the door and be like, honey, I'm coming in. Put everything away. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like is going through her refrigerator and getting, he got milk. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, this is all going to expire anyway. I'm just going to go. Yeah, so he like raids your fridge. Only the perishables. Drinking her milk like, and eating like, her well, yogurt. this is canned. This can be donated. <laughs> this is boxed. We get, oh, well, this yogurt goes bad soon. <laughs> better eat it. <laughs> better better watch these videos. And then there's like a prestige kind mm-hmm. of like play yeah. at one point. And then he like gets up and walks away. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay. It's like cat on a hot tin roof. Yeah. He's like, ugh. <laughs> Not doing this. <laughs> Watching this video. Let's get back to those jungle movies. <laughs> I might actually. Actually learn something about the human condition. Anyway. <laughs> but like it's a whole bunch of like acting real stuff, and it's like super ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Like But he's trying to find out what makes her so special because he's like, there's tons of beautiful women. What makes her so beautiful? Right, and, and mm-hmm. Hobbit Rufus. Like he said. And McShane. No, I'm calling him that. No, no, because I think of Rufus Sewell, I'm like, yeah, he's so sexy. Mr. McShane. He had said she was such a terrible actress. Mm-hmm. He like watched in one night. Her entire like filmography. Yeah. And he's like, by the time I got to the end, she had really worked hard and become like a, a really good actress. A fantastic actress. And he's like really appreciates her yeah. her work. So then it's like the next morning and he says, But suddenly I remembered she was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, you really got lost in her <laughs> in those movies, huh, pal? Like, and you know what? He's sitting right by the couch that is covered in her blood, yeah. by the way. Yeah, like he's like by the way, there's no crime scene tape either. Yeah. By the way, yeah, and he nobody's said, bothered cleaning up the site either. No, it's just covered in blood. And then he's like, 
And then I finally found it. It was at the end of the last tape, which is why the cops didn't find it. First of all, these tapes aren't in evidence no. at all. No, they're not, apparently. They were like, watch like two of her films and were like, that's all we need to see. <laughs> well, my thing is, and why would they be watching her films anyway? And they were dated, too, because he was like, he, like could, he could say like, oh, this was filmed before this. Yeah, they were for mature audiences. Why do the cops need to watch her videos? <laughs> Of, you know of her jungle movies. I think you know the answer to that one. Oh, my God. No, I know that is not the answer. Cinema. <laughs> appreciation. Film appreciation. Uh, sure, sure. Okay. So, and that's when I said that, like, apparently... I don't know only, why... They only appreciate fine art, not cinematic art in Hawaii. Okay. Well, my question is, too... <laughs> Whoa, that was... De-racing. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing is, too, and, and I have a serious question here. The last tape, not in evidence, is of her literally killing herself. Dated, like, the night that she did it. Why is that not in evidence, and why is that not the video everybody well, has seen? Well, like you said, there's blood, but there's, like, no crime scene tape. There's nothing. Nothing. I mean, well, I guess they're treating it like a suicide. So, no, you still investigate. I think everything, ha- all the loose ends has to well, be tied up. Well, because even the medical examiner said he wasn't ready He's still to sign off. He wasn't talk ready to sign. Yeah. He wasn't ready to sign off on it. Yeah. So there you go. You have to investigate it, make sure everything is in order before you like close a case like this. So what is Mag- you, you have to close cases on anybody who right. uses violence against themselves or against others. Right. Yeah. So what does Mags decide to do? He decides to invite her abusive ex-boyfriend <laughs> over to the house with the blood mm-hmm. to watch the video mm-hmm. of her shooting herself. Excellent. And, and David's like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. And Mags is like, no, no, no. Keep it, watching, bro. It, it gets good at the end. And then it turns <laughs> out she didn't actually kill herself. No, it was a which blank. Which is, excuse me, listeners, bull poop. <laughs> because I'm so angry by that. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I'm I'm stoked she didn't kill herself. <laughs> oh well, I'm ha- I'm happy she didn't <laughs> Who, kill herself. What kind of person are you? <laughs> we learn something new about each other every episode. Every, every episode. I'm the kind of person who likes snuff films. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's me now. <laughs> that's Magnum PI. This is uh, where I'm at. This is my truth. No, <laughs> no, this is what angers me about it. What uh-huh. really annoyed me about it is because the opening scene mm-hmm. basically showed her pull the string. And then it showed a gunshot. Yeah, we heard a gunshot. And then she's dead. Yeah. And then they're going to tell us halfway through the show, or movie, whatever. They're they're saying, like, oh, all that stuff we showed you at the beginning didn't happen. Which is, like, unfair in a mystery show to be like, we're not going to show you what really happened. Mm. Because you're already, like, if you're, I mean, all right, the fun part about mysteries Mm -hmm. is to try to solve the mystery with the show. Yeah. But if you're going to, like, straight up give us, like, the fake news version of what happens at the beginning, mm. we're starting from a disadvantage. Yeah. And then, to like, pull the rug out and be like, oh, by the way, the thing we showed you, that's mm. not what happened. <laughs> like, it's one thing if someone's, like, it's, like, unreliable narrator mm-hmm. or someone's lying in the show. But the show itself, I don't feel like it's it's disingenuous to, like, show you a scene and say, oh, by the way, that thing you saw didn't happen. Yeah, I agree. And that's what I have to say about okay. that. Episode over. Hey, how much soap is in that soapbox of yours? <laughs> <laughs> Empty. <laughs> not only is it not real what happened at the beginning, what we saw in the beginning, she apparently filmed another video after that. Yeah. So there's a whole other tape that we don't even see in this. Mm-hmm. And David E. McShane mm-hmm. says, you know, oh, do me a solid. 
don't turn this evidence over to the police. (laughs) (laughs) And Mags is like, well, you hired me to prove that it was not a suicide. suicide. He's like, no, no, no. I hired you. To find her lover. To find her lover. Because he still doesn't believe that there wasn't another man involved. And wow. he brings up, he says, like, well, I just spoke to JJ, and JJ says, you're dating someone, so who cares? Like, So whether whether Aaron Wolf was sleeping with someone else or not, who cares? You have someone. And Ian McShane says, oh, Ginger, she's just a body. She's just a body I sleep with. But I want, like, Aaron. And, like, Mags is like, well, I guess you're paying me, so I'm going to keep doing this stupid thing. So gross. So and like and, I d- I don't like that. Yeah, and, and then, well then Magnum says like well maybe you killed her as a way of dumping her. <laughs> like he's like maybe maybe hmm. instead she had broken up with you mm-hmm. and like to get her out of your system. You know, for you once you murdered her. For once, I would like the bad guy to not be obvious. Oh. People are going to be so surprised by who the bad guy is in this. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, uh, yeah, you're a bad guy. We get it. You're also a murderer, too. Yeah, yeah. obviously. So there's not... Yeah, I'm, I'm getting really sick and tired of bad guys being bad guys is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, and, they, well, and, they, and this episode is uh, particularly ridiculous because they only yeah. introduce two people who aren't like, it's not Rick. No. It's not TC. It's not Huggins. Yeah, and it's it's definitely not the guy who just made a major deal with her. Yeah. It's, it's, so who's the only person it wasn't, here? It wasn't the medical examiner. No. You know? So the only person There's, in this episode who could be a killer is the bad guy. And we'll tell you who it is right after this. The obvious guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who looks like he'd murder you. Yes, the guy who threatens to murder you if you run away. <laughs> So, uh, there's a knock at the door. It's Huggins. He's come mm-hmm. dressed to the nines. Yeah. And he's done a ballistics test? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, that raises a lot of questions about <laughs> what, what Huggins is capable of. And he does, like, a whole presentation. He's like, I could have just told you this, but you need visual aids because you're a dumb dumb. <laughs> and in exchange for this ballistics test. You know, I appreciated the visual aids. Well, I think it was for us. I think they were saying, hey, dumb because, dumb viewers. Like, <clears throat> It's easy to say, okay, so if you're closer to the shot right. from a shotgun, it's not going to spread as much. Yeah, it's and, like buck and shot. that makes sense. And if the shotgun's further away, it's going to spread further. And of course, if you're at a point far enough away, you'll, it'll probably miss you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and his point was. And like, I know this from all of my Fallout play is if, <laughs> if as if a super mutant comes on me really fast, I whip out my shotgun. You have, you have gained so much knowledge from video games. Yes, I have. Quite impressive. I have. I whip out my shotgun. Because I know it's, I'm at a good distance to right. blow his brains clean out. Right, and that's essentially what Huggins says. And, and so Huggins says that basically, but brings in the visual aids. And I was like, yeah, I like that visual aid. Yeah, he's like, he it take... really shows you how much distance affects a shotgun circumference. Right. Yeah. It's he really pulls nice. out like what are they called? The shooting things with the silhouette of a dude. Yeah, the targets. Target. Or Par- target practice. Yeah. He shows the first one. He's like, this is from four feet away, and there's like a big hole in the middle of the face. But he's like. Mm-hmm. It's relatively intact. It's a pretty clean hole. Mm-hmm. If you go back another foot, mm-hmm. then you see, like, all the the bullets yeah. start spreading out. And that's when you really get, like... It's, Messed up faces. You can't identify it, the face. Yeah. Like, so basically, you're blowing So he was saying it. the it, gun it, it, has to be about 12 feet away from her. Right. In order to, like, blow her brains clear now and yeah. disfigure the face. The way the way she's been disfigured, mm-hmm. she, it would have had to have been this far away. And they can tell from the tape. That it was maybe four feet. More than and four feet. And if it was just four feet, 
yeah. like it was in the tape, then she would have a hole in her forehead, but you would still be able to yep. identify her face. Exactly. This is a gruesome episode. <laughs> so, and, and of course, uh, Ian McShane this whole time is like, shut up, shut up. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shut up, because Huggins just keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on. So, so I appreciated him going on. And I, I on. well, you uh, yeah, we learned a lot about yeah. ballistics. Yeah, it was nice. So then they see a photo of Aaron, like, like, <laughs> like it's like the it's, it's such a weird photo to me because it's not particular. It's not particularly good photo. Okay, go ahead. Who took that photo? He says, "You find out." They talk about it. Does Ian McShane take that photo? Yeah, he says Ian McShane took the photo. Are you sure? Yes, we'll get to it in a minute. Hmm. Because hmm. he asks Ian McShane, so Ian McShane looks at this photo, and it, what I was saying is not like a very, like, most people, like, kind of pose, and she's an actress, so you really think, and it's like her, like, hunched over, like, a hot plate, <laughs> like, with a goofy smile, and she's like, I'm framing that one. <laughs> I think that would be a great picture. I thought it was awesome. Okay. Because it was just so candid. I like the candid pictures, though. Okay. I don't like poses, because, you know, I deal with that daily when it comes to my work. Right, right. I think poses are stupid. Right. But I really enjoy the candid photos. Okay. So I enjoyed it. All right. Okay. I can see that. that. So Magnum says, do you recognize that place where she is in that photo? And Ian McShane says, no. Oh, no. He says he does. But then, like, a second later, he's like, no, no, no. I don't know where it was. And Mag's like, wait, you just said you did know. And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) So, So Mag says the one thing he can do. Mm-hmm. He takes that photo to TC. He's like, hey, do you recognize this cove? It, it could be anywhere could on be any anywhere, island in Hawaii. Anywhere in Hawaii. Do you recognize and this? And by one? the way. It, it is not even like a panoramic view. No. It's like a close-up of her like by water. In front of a river. Yeah. Of sorts. Well, there's only one river in Hawaii, so. But like, <laughs> and TC and him go, go on and on about a cove for like Five minutes. It is like the worst conversation. It is so boring and pointless. Yeah. And in the end, they don't even find out where the cove is. TC has to be like, what I recognize the camping equipment. It's up my buds. Yeah. And it's like, well, <laughs> screw you, TC. You could have told me that immediately. <laughs> I don't recognize it, but that tent is from that guy over there. Go talk to him. Yeah. So he goes over and talks to him, this other dork. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and he's like, do you recognize this woman? He's like... This was a gross line, so I got to share it. Uh, He's like, do you recognize this woman? She's like, yeah, it's a beautiful girl. Twice as beautiful in the flesh. Uh, flesh is an awkward word, I think. When, flesh makes me think of zombies. Yeah, zombies, Because they eat flesh. She's like, yeah, I sure would like to throw her on that skillet and eat her. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. She was basically a piece of meat to everybody. Right. And he says, oh, yeah, we rent that equipment to her all the time. She goes to this specific uninhabited island mm-hmm. pretty much every weekend. And Mags is like, "By with who? And he's like, by herself, mostly. One time she brought Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she just goes there to kind of unwind from celebrity and kind of just be right. alone with nature or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when he says, I'm an idiot. David took the picture. Oh, because okay. obviously if she's she's not there alone if someone right. took a picture of her. Well, yeah, obviously. You know, and she didn't set a timer and then run over and like grab a skillet and do a candid photo. You know? <laughs> so, that would be the best candid photo ever. So, yeah, so the second person. Posed candid photo. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I like to set cameras all over the house, set them at random timers. And then go, wee! And just walk, <laughs> walk through the house and just see what I get. Um, while they're flying, you know what? That'd be a great idea. Like motion sensor cameras. So as soon as you walk into the room, go like, put on a big smile. Uh, Oh well, well that's not candid then. (laughs) 
It would be because you wouldn't know when it's taking it. Every time you go into your, like, room, it would be like going into Splash Mountain or something. (laughs) It'd be so fun. So. (laughs) Wee! (laughs) Time for bed. (laughs) You recruit TC to fly him to this uninhabited island. Mm -hmm. As they're flying, the oil pressure starts dropping on the helicopter. Mag thinks he's lying. For some reason, he's like, he's doing this on purpose just to get a rise out of me. But it turns out TC is no, like no, 100% like about to crash. They're going to crash. <laughs> I don't know why that scene was necessary. Like, why Why do we have to have a scene where Magnum's like, I don't trust this TC guy. I don't know. Why was like, he complaining about a free helicopter it, it ride fe- to his destination? It felt like the last <laughs> Murder, She Wrote episode mm-hmm. with like the prolonged fake fox hunt. Yes. Like, it was just like a, a scene to... There was a lot of scenes that were wholly unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It didn't add anything to their characters mm-hmm. except for to say Magnum doesn't trust like his oldest and dearest friend. Yeah. <laughs> so TC's like, yo, bro, you're going to have to jump out of this helicopter because I'm about to crash. I have yeah. 50 seconds. Yeah. You got If you're going to go, you got to go now. So Mags is like, tally ho, and yeah. jumps out of the hel- helicopter. And dies. And dies. Shark goes, row. <laughs> so this podcast is just murder she wrote for now. <laughs> TC struggles with the helicopter, nearly crashes. Yeah. He can't you know, I was actually a little concerned, a little concerned for him because I was like, oh, wow, is he going to crash his helicopter? I mean, that's a beautiful helicopter. I know. I was concerned for the I helicopter. I mean, he really struggles to get it. And mm-hmm. he's like, I have to. I have to land it. I can't land it on the beach. I have to land it at the top of the toppermost of this mountain. Yeah, I was like, why can't you just land <laughs> just it right land there? Just land it anywhere, man. But <laughs> I'm going to take it to his word. Okay. I'm not going to be a magnum. I'm going to take him at his word and say he had to land it on top of a mountain. Okay. And then there's like some really bad ADR in this scene. <laughs> Where Magnum comes running up and it's like his lips aren't moving at all. <laughs> and he's like, anyone? Hello? Anyone? It's like crystal clear. And I'm like, his lips aren't moving. I'm like, okay. His tel- <laughs> telepathy has gotten very good. And who who appears? I don't know. Who appears, honey? It's Ian McShane. <laughs> no. Yeah. Aaron Wolf is there. Oh, we're doing the Aaron Wolf reveal. Yeah. <sighs> This is what people expect from us. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns yeah, out she's not dead. It turns out Aaron's not dead. She just went to her little private. So island. when we do see her, I'm immediately thinking, who's the body that yeah. they all think blew their brains out? Yeah, they tell us. Yeah, I know, but like right. at that time, it's like right, right. They they just assumed this other woman's body is is Aaron. Belisario had a very lazy episode. Yeah, like we said, there's only like. Two, no, there's three characters mm-hmm. that have been introduced that aren't like in the medical examiner, but he's yeah. off the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, because he's examining. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so there's like three people. We've got JJ mm-hmm. Stein, we got mm-hmm. super abuse man, Ian McShane. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the victim. Yes. <laughs> Those are, that's it. And yeah. then. Now, this brings us back to the point you brought up a few episodes ago as to why is it there's so many bad guys as suspects in these shows? You know, you said, yeah. well, this is why. This is why. Because, because otherwise it's obvious who did it. And, and, like, J.J. is pretty much off the table, A, like you said, because mm-hmm. he'd been working so hard for his deal. Yeah. And, like, pretty much after his scenes, he just disappears. He's he, never he's mentioned gone. or referred no, to again. Ever. So, unless T.C., Rick, yeah. Huggins, or Mags killed this woman, yeah. it's going to be, there's, like, one person yeah. possible. <laughs> exactly. Who did when David saw the picture, Ian McShane saw the yeah. picture of her... It snapped where he realized, oh, she probably went 
to this island she goes to. Right. Where she's going to go meet with her lover. Mm-hmm. And I should say at this point, too, that the reason why they rushed to this island wasn't just to investigate, but they found out Ian McShane was already chartered a boat yeah. there, too. So um, so he gets there, Magnum's yelling at her to be like, come with me to my boat. And she's like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Who the hell are you? Who are you? Come with me to my boat. Whoa, and he, and- I don't have time to explain. Come with me to my boat. She's like, no. No. And you're going like, to explain why you're yelling at me. And he's like, I don't have time to explain. This is what happened. Two minutes of conversation, but I don't have time to explain. And he keeps saying, I don't have time to explain it. He repeats it. it. Yeah. And all you could have said. In the time it took you to say that, you could have explained. You could have just been like, Ian McShane is here to kill you. Come on, to my boat. Oh, you know that abusive stalker ex-boyfriend you have? The one that's like. He's here to kill you. He's here and he's hunting you like the predator right now. Yeah. Right now. So So let's uh, get covered up in mud. (laughs) Like in your jungle movie, The Borneo Jungle. (laughs) Borneo Jungle. (laughs) <laughs> the Queen of Borneo. Uh, no, no. No, I think it was the Borneo the Jungle. The Jungle of Borneo. No, it's the Borneo Jungle. She has some dumb movie that of <laughs> softcore, like, Cinemax porn, I'm thinking. Yeah. So they're running around. He get, Ian McShane shoots Mags mm-hmm. in the leg, which does not help his running, by the way. You if he looks would. like a drunk giraffe before, now he looks like <laughs> a hobbled drunk giraffe. He's not looking great. He starts bleeding out. Now he's having more flashbacks yeah. that are more lucid. And now he's like talking crazy talk to mm-hmm. Aaron where he's, he's like. He's calling out for Rick. And Charlie. Like yeah. he's like talking about Charlie's yeah, in the like, bush. Yeah, he's like Charlie's on us. It, yeah. yeah. So he's having this whole this whole thing. It actually gets kind of intense. It gets pretty intense. It cuts yeah. over to TC. TC finds a couple gunshots. He has the same flashback. Again, they share. They share flashbacks. I wanted to bring this out. Flashbacks. Yes, they, they share. They connected. Lucid. Yes, yes. So I'm thinking Rick just had a flashback, too, in yeah, his bar. Yeah, that's what we've said since yes. episode one. Yes. You heard it here. Yes. Episode one, anyone in the fighting cuttlefish yes. <laughs> who, who has a flashback, they all experience the same flashback at the, at the same, same time. time. It's spooky. Yes. It's really weird. <laughs> so Mags tells E to swim for the boat. Mag, E, Air, oh, sorry, I called it E. <laughs> that was my abbreviation. Mags tells Aaron to swim for the boat, but then Aaron gets shot. Yeah, and then she gets shot, and he's like, play dead, play dead. Yeah. But he's so kind of crazy at this point that I was like, is she really dead? Well, yeah, I didn't know either. Because I couldn't tell if she was dead or not, or if she's just such a great actress. She was playing dead. It was her Oscar-winning performance. <laughs> because I was like, I am I think he's lost his mind, and I don't think he thinks she's dead. I, I think... Yeah, I was like, I I think he's gone crazy right now. (laughs) Well, and he does tell her at one point, too, which is kind of crazy, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. blood loss related. Right. Where he's like, I spent all night with you. Yeah, it was weird. And, and, so she, like, and she's like, what? And he's like, I watched all your videos. It's like, I know you now. And I'm yeah. like, I am sure actors love it when fans do that. To yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you know nothing. <laughs> so she gets shot. She plays dead. Ian McShane is like, where's her lover? Yeah. And I have to say, I've been holding off on this lover thing this whole okay. time. Okay, okay. The fact that the abusive stalker ex-boyfriend is calling out for the lover, Mm -hmm. like they couldn't find, they couldn't get a damn thesaurus out. No. And they were like, and I'm like, it just didn't feel natural to me. It felt so weird to be like, I am like going to murder my girlfriend of her lover. 
<laughs> like it's like it romanticizes it almost. Okay. Like I didn't like it. I didn't. It didn't feel natural. It didn't feel like something someone would say. Mm-hmm. It would be more like, "Where's that son of a bee that like is yeah. sleeping with my girl?" Like that's yeah. what a normal person would say. Like you know, like you know, it just didn't feel. Where's right. her lover? Where's a lover? <laughs> Magnum, I think. He leaves her to be dead. Now, just so you know, we only have 30 seconds left. Of episode. Of this episode. Of Magnum P.I.'s yeah. episode. Okay. So a lot we're, happens in the last 30 seconds after she gets shot. We're about to tie and up I'm, a lot of stuff. In very 30 quick. seconds. I'm not <laughs> very kidding. quickly. I am not kidding. 30 seconds is how long uh, this episode is. Let's see if we can do it. So he goes, play dead. She goes, Okay. David says, where's the lover? Mag says, I don't have the lover, mm-hmm. but I'm going to come out. Mm-hmm. He chases after Magnum. Magnum jumps into a river. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't do it in 30 seconds. <laughs> Ian McShane goes after him, goes to shoot Mags. TC comes out of nowhere. With a flare gun. With a flare gun. Holds it to Ian McShane's head and said, freeze, mother effer. And then he goes to he help Magnum out of the water. And when he helps Magnum out of the water, they're on the volleyball field. They're on a volleyball field. And they're okay. playing volleyball. And they're playing volleyball. And Magnum says... I love two-man volleyball, and I think he may have died. I think this is heaven. And then it's the end. And then it's the end. And that is exactly how that episode ended. It was so fast. There's a little bit more that we need to get into. And it was literally 30 seconds But it was pretty much that. Yeah, it was that. It was like literally that. Credits. This person died while making this show. Mm -hmm. Disco porn music credits. Yes. It was insane. And I was like, well, wait, it just ended? Yeah, it's like, well, I, I, I think... We could have trimmed the rest of this episode a bit. Yeah, and you know, not had expounded on this ending because it was so short and rushed. I don't even. Do they even say if she's okay? Oh no, no, they do. They do. Okay. They do at one point. So they're like, oh yeah, she's gonna be. They say she's gonna be ready to go back to work in like a week. Oh well, yeah, because Magnum says, yeah, she must have a really. She must be in really good shape. Yeah. And yeah, was, and it sounded really creepy. It sounded really gross. It's like she's gotten away from one creep. She doesn't need you to. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Oh, Yogurt and let's Steeler. also tie this up that the dead body was Ginger. Poor Ginger was shot on accident. Oh, right, 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 right. Ginger yeah. looked close to what Aaron looked like. Yeah. And Aaron tells him, like, oh, well, that's just David's type. Yeah, so he, he had shot uh, Ginger mistakenly for Aaron. Yeah. And so that's why he was now hunting oh, Aaron. Right. We should explain all that. Yeah, that's why he was now hunting Aaron. He shot her with the pistol that mm-hmm. was fired. Yes. When he realized it wasn't Aaron, but it was Ginger, because Ginger mm-hmm. was just, she was drunk, and she had just showed yeah. up at Aaron's house, like, mm-hmm. upset because... Well, she was dating Ian McShane, and yeah. he's a monster. And apparently he had promised her a career that he was never going to give her. And so then he shot her He's with... like, this is Hollywood. We always get sex from movies. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to 1980. Ugh. And so he shoots her, So he ended up shooting her with the shotgun to obscure her face, mm-hmm. make it look like it was a suicide, and then mm-hmm. he wanted to find Aaron so he could truly kill her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's it. So, but they ended so up... literally, Ginger was literally a body. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. I did not like well, that, that When that's what I was saying, like, when you introduce, like, and I think that's why, when I was talking about that a second ago, that's where I was leading up to, but I was trying to be a coy. Mm-hmm. But, like, but, yeah, they don't even introduce us to Ginger no. ever in the episode, which, obviously, she's dead through the whole episode. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. But it's, like, there's, like, no new characters yeah. in this show. None. So, obviously, it's Ian McShane. This episode was so stupid and the ending was so rushed that it's like you could have gotten rid of all this unnecessary plot, like talking about coves. Yeah. yeah. And and all of Rick's I would crap. Rather, I would, yeah, you could have cut out Rick. You yeah. didn't need to have Rick here. I mean, 
canonically, mm-hmm. when this was first on the air, this would have been, I think we're on the sixth episode mm-hmm. of Magnum P.I. We're not even at like the traditional theme song yet. They're because still working this... things out. So we don't have to have Rick in every episode yeah. because we don't know. Exactly. He's not like a beloved character from like 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's a new character. We've only seen him a few times. So yeah. if you want to cut that scene differently, you could. No, what I was just going to say is what they should have done is got to the deadliest game way early on. Right. That and that way... would have been really great. Meanwhile, Magnum's bleeding out and he's having weird non-flashbacks yeah. all while trying to save her. That would have been fascinating. That, that would have been we a should, fun storyline. We should line. have started the episode on the island. Yeah. And then been like, how'd I get into this mess? And then like do the episode, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of get us to mm-hmm. the, with intercut with him yeah. trying to survive on because the island. Because it wasn't yeah, I, really, oh, I totally agree. it that wasn't a mystery. Great. There was only one other guy. Yeah. So on... that way we already know, we're, we're already in on this. Yeah. And uh, now we're just hoping they survive. Well, it was like, I think we said in the last episode, mm-hmm. our last episode, like about like how frustrating it is when it's like a very simple, oh, I think it was the last Magnum episode mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Belisario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that like when it, you know what the answer is really early yeah and then it just hems and haws its way there mm-hmm. I think that would have your idea I think is fantastic Thank I think you. that would have been like a beautiful way to do it it would have been exciting mm-hmm. it would have dropped you right into the action yeah and then you would have seen Magnum heavily concerned about his like, PTSD you could show him like he's nursing a yeah. bullet wound mm-hmm. you can see you know you don't show who's shooting him but you can show someone shooting him and he's trying mm-hmm. to get up this is what happened, mm-hmm. intercut. Yeah, that would have been a great way would to frame that. would have been fun. That would have been a cool episode. It would have been much better. But instead, we end mm-hmm. up on a volleyball court. No. Or not even a volleyball court, in the sand. Yeah. He's complaining, like trying to blame his bad playing on his gunshot wound. And because he lost two girls. And I still love the line, the, now I love two men volleyball. <laughs> two men volleyball. <laughs> and TC is playing in jeans and shoes. Yeah, which, beach, is which is weird. ridiculous. And this is like this is like the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. He asks TC, "Do you ever have flashbacks of, about Nam?" And then TC has a flashback right then and there, and then says, "No, never." No, I never do. And then Magnum says, "Yeah, me neither." Yeah. And then the show says, "F you, it's over." Yeah, it just ends. <laughs> and then that's it. But I mean, and like what what's annoying about that to me is there is like a real. That actually, that scene had the most heart in it mm-hmm. of the whole episode. You've been seeing these flashbacks. We know that they're having them at the same time. <laughs> we know it. And to see these two men who love each other, mm-hmm. they love each other like two man volleyball love each other, <laughs> like Top Gun volleyball loving. They love each other, but they can't even be honest with each other. Right. Like, and like, if they could just open up to one another and say, yeah, like this would help them heal mm. from the wounds of Vietnam. Right. F okay. you, it's over. F you, it's over. So anyway, <laughs> so what did you think? What did you think of the episode overall? Uh, overall, I thought it was kind of a drag. I because a lot of it was just so boring and predictable. I mean, we know Ian McShane's the bad guy. Yeah, like you know, you know he he was. You don't involved. hire Ian McShane not to be a bad so guy. So since we already know this, yeah, why don't you just tell us it's him 
And let's get on to something fun. Like I said, doing the whole Deadliest Game thing. Yeah, the whole Deadliest Game thing would have been great. Yeah. I think think that would have been great. And who's hunting who, man? Yeah. Deadliest Game. I mean, and and if you want to shoehorn Rick and TC, you could easily do that. Mm -hmm. Like, he had to get to that island somehow. TC's there, too, but they're separated. How did this happen? Oh, well, Rick brought me this appointment guy. And it explains about having these flashbacks. So you can still put in your little cameos of the actors that you want. Yeah. But you have a much better, stronger storyline. Yeah. But yeah, so. yeah, I agree with you. Because the, the mystery was so weak. And I, yeah. I'm starting to realize Magnum P.I. is not really a mystery it's show. It's not a mystery show. It's more show. of an action-adventure, I guess, show. Uh, but like, it? it's like, I don't know what it is. Because it's not a procedural. No. Because his procedurals for... He doesn't have procedure. For testicles. Yeah, he doesn't have <laughs> Like, it's all gut. And it's all yeah. like, I'm going to investigate today. It's not even Veronica Mars level. No. Of investigating. Well, she's actually pretty good. She solves crimes. Yeah, he does not usually. <laughs> <laughs> he stumbles onto crimes. He stumbles onto them. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It was just kind of, it wasn't a drag. It wasn't like a drag like the last episode was a drag. The last episode was boring. Right. I didn't find this boring as much, but it wasn't interesting. Okay, it wasn't interesting, but I had fun talking about it. I did too. Okay. And we had a lot of interjections, dur- again, during the episode. Yeah, in which we had to, like, talk to each other. Yeah, where, where we had... Oh, God. Oh, God. God forbid. And, and, in all honesty, we only talk this much in real life. <laughs> this is a, during this podcast, this is we, all we talk. We, we're schedule, rest, we schedule an hour to talk to one another. We schedule an hour to talk to one another. This is it right here. This is it. This I'm not going to see you next week. Yeah, I guess so, because <laughs> I'm not talking to you for the rest of the week. Speaking of next week, <laughs> we'll be back uh, with Jessica Fletcher next week mm-hmm. with a Murder, She Wrote episode. In the meantime, mm-hmm. you can reach us by email. I swear. <laughs> I swear. You can just ignore me. No, I can't. I can't. We're too, it's too close to proximity. What, it's, is this too close? <laughs> whoa, that was too close. I'm overwhelmed by your, your beauty. You should be. I, it's, it's, you're like reverse Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But I don't mind being Medusa. Medusa's pretty cool. Yeah, Medusa's cool, too. I don't know what I was... Okay. MagnumSheWrote at gmail.com. Drop mm-hmm. us a line. Say hello. We love to hear from mm-hmm. you. Also, you can reach us at Twitter, MagnumSheWrote at Twitter.com. <laughs> Nobody no, human no, says that. No, That's not a human thing to say. Human? <laughs> Flush the I Turing am test. human. <laughs> I am no longer human. <laughs> we are doing your human podcast. <laughs> and killing I am, it. I am your human host, Cameron. <laughs> I am your human woolman. You know, you guys, <laughs> stop making me do that. You know how to find us on Twitter. Twitter at she wrote. Yes. There you it. go. He did it. Yeah. So, uh, email. Email. MagnumSheWrote at email. Subscribe, review, shower us with love because we're so, <laughs> we're so sad and lonely. Lonely. We're just crying out for a little bit of attention in this we cold, want cold your world. love. Cold, dark world. <laughs> full of, full of Magnum PI episodes we have to get through. Yeah, we but, should probably wrap this up ourselves. Fast 30 seconds. Go. <laughs> I was going to say something funny. I love you. <laughs> you you know, that's your excuse for everything. I was going to say something I was, funny. I'm sorry. I was going to say something funny. <laughs> sure you were, honey. Sure you were. Love you. We love you. See you, See next, you next time. I waved again. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I haven't stopped recording. <laughs>